Good afternoon, Patriots, and it is Thursday, November 17th. Just a quick reminder that tomorrow or today at 2 p.m. Pacific is the Bright on TV show. And another little breaking news. We need some bards breaking news. We're having breaking news today. Breaking news bards. Tomorrow, you'll we're sending out our first Bards FM newsletter. Yeah, I know it's like a year and a half late, but that's okay. We finally got it done. So it's coming out tomorrow. And if you don't receive it, it'll go out tomorrow around noon Pacific time. If for some reason you don't receive it, by the time the show starts here, check your spam. And if that doesn't happen, then sign up. and But check your spam because a lot of these are going to go to spam. That's the way they're going these days. But it's going to start tomorrow and we'll get it rolling and then it'll be a weekly event and we'll get it going and I think we'll start making it a regular drop every Friday. Before we begin Patriots let's make sure that you are having yourself trained and ready for the craziness that's about to hit. You know how passionate I am about our Constitution and especially the Second Amendment, but just as passionate about being responsible and protecting my family. I discovered the perfect way to train with your firearm in the comfort of your own home and continue to improve your skills. It's called iTarget Pro, and this system is a game changer for me. All I did was download iTarget's proprietary app, load the laser bullet into my firearm, and start training. The system develops muscle memory, reaction speed, sight alignment, trigger control, and much more. Right now, save 10% plus get free shipping with the offer code BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, when you go to itargetpro.com. With the cost of ammo through the roof, this is the perfect solution for you. That's the letter I, targetpro.com, itargetpro.com. The offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S. This is something you definitely need. That is itargetpro.com. Your offer code is BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, as always. Hey, this is some other fantastic breaking news. I'm sure we're all excited. The new house has come together to let us know that the Hunter Biden laptop is real. I just wanted you to know that in case you didn't know. And that they're going to start the investigation into Joe Biden immediately starting the new year. Now, what that translates to is they will make sure and consume all the news cycles with the latest and great breaking news of the Hunter Biden laptop, which we already have the full details of. They're going to tell us that Joe Biden is part of the Biden criminal family. Hmm, there's a new one for you. We're going to go endure this for two years because they don't have any legal power because Marin, Martin Garland runs the DOJ and he has no intention of prosecuting Joe Biden. You're going to hear all sorts of clamoring now, probably about things like maybe we can put President Trump in as Speaker of the House and then we can slip him in as president once they, once they impeach Joe. I don't know how they're going to impeach Joe because they own the Senate. We don't, or the Republicans don't. There's no we in that statement. Republicans don't. So what we're about ready to do is to enter into the biggest clown show on the face of the earth, consuming news cycles. And in the meantime, while they're doing that and they're making a big deal today, would you be shocked if I told you that something else happened that no one's talking about, including our congressman? I'll bet not. I'll bet you wouldn't be shocked at all. How about this? breaking leaders have just signed at the g20 a declaration which states that vaccine passports will be adopted to facilitate all international travel this means any vaccine vaccination the who determines you should have changing your rights and freedoms forever 
that, that wording is, we acknowledge the importance of shared technical standards and verification methods under the framework of the IHR 2005 to, to facilitate seamless international travel, interoperability, and recognizing digital solutions and non-digital solutions, including proof of vaccinations. But it gets better because this comes also from the White House in the piece that they have sent out here is this is the White House Bali Leaders G20, G20 Bali Leaders Declaration. I want you to feel very good right now that we're now being dictated to by the mighty mega nuclear power known as Bali. <laughs> I just, this, you can't make this up. They're all out there having a party and drinking Mai Tais and they're like, let's, let's do something crazy. How about this? Let's call it the the Bali Declaration. Someone else has another sip on their Mai Tai. They're like, dude, that's a great idea. You think they'll, they'll make it? And then a bunch of people say, there's no way. There is no way this is going to happen. And the devil rub, rubs his hands together and says, watch me. Watch this. And he comes back and says, yeah, they bought it. Oh, my goodness. How's that possible? Anyway, point 23 on this White House memo. We recognize the need for strengthening local and regional health product manufacturing capabilities and cooperation as well as sustainable global and regional research and development networks to facilitate better access to VTBs globally, especially in developing countries, underscore the importance of public-private partnerships. I love that one. That's the corporatocracy. And technology transfer. That's what the Chinese are doing every day as they steal our intellectual property and knowledge sharing on voluntary and mutually agreed terms. In other words, you can steal as long as I agree with it. We support the WHO mRNA vaccine technology transfer hub, as well as all the spoke in all the regions of the world with the objective of sharing technology and technical know-how on voluntary and mutually agreed terms. In other words, if you have something they want, they will take it under gunpoint. We welcome joint research and joint production of vaccines around the world. We shall all celebrate and dance together, especially since the entire American public was the best Petri dish for the entire world to see how to transition people using mRNA to the new transhumanist models. And by the way, the Americans got an A. Good job, American public. You've done well. 69% of you have now been injected, and we are doing great, leading the world in the, in the new thrust to get everybody to be a transhumanist so relieving it's fantastic and as far as your military don't worry they're being forced to comply anyway there's a video i'll put up later in the family room take a look at it it's just makes your gut sick about this mandated injections are going through anyway patriots it's 11 minutes after the hour Woo! Just do we need some prayer? Let's raise some prayers for some spiritual warfare. Buckle up. Let's go. This is a Thursday and we need some. Father, we come to you today humbly by our choice to humble ourselves before you and to just begin with the praise for all that you've done for us and continue to do for us. These are difficult times, Father. There's no question about it. There are times that are challenging all of us. There are times that we're watching so many things happen at once. And we're starting to have to learn the hard way that you can't trust in leaders of any kind in this world. On one hand, we have those that are vocal about the assault on humanity. It's genetics. It's the very way in which we live, trying to transition people to this transhuman model. And here we are 
looking at the other ones that say nothing but distract us with ridiculous investigations into things that in the end don't stop the train. We don't have any politicians right now, Father, that are speaking truth about the injections, about the vaccines, about the deaths that are happening. Instead, we're doing investigations into the Hunter Biden laptop with no authority to do anything, but it's good entertainment. Father, we pray right now above all that people will put their eyes on you, continue to walk with you and understand what's at stake here. We pray for those that have buried themselves so heavily in the worship of the icons, the the idolatries of this time, that to consider that someone is not working for them or on their behalf leaves them so stranded that, that they literally have to manufacture lies to believe what they're seeing. This is a tragedy of our time. These are people wandering truly in the desert and demanding meat instead of mana. Father, we pray for this for those souls. We pray for them to open their eyes and to see clearly, to put their eyes upon you, to put their eyes on Jesus and through Christ to you, Father. And in so doing, to wake up, to realize that the institutions of men right now are playing both ends to the middle, that the entire plan all along has been to transition humanity from where we were to a biggest trap ever, forcing compliance into a vaccine program that would transition humans to what men consider to be the next evolution. Not you, Father, but them. And the blind sheep without stewards are doing this willfully and walking off the cliff. Father, there is an obvious concerted effort to use the media and to use the elites around the world to continue to message and to do limited counter-messaging to constantly keep our eyes off of the freight train that's coming at us. And those two things would be the digital currency system, as well as the continued push to transition through an injection, the people into a transhumanist model. This is truly the harvest of the darkest kind. We pray for those to wake up. We pray for those to truly begin to see what it is that we are facing, the threat that sits on our horizon, the threat that sits at us straight ahead, and to stop telling stories of untruth. There is a propensity right now, Father, for people to look at what's happening and to write a story to make it fit the narratives that make them feel good and comfortable. We pray that the people will shake from this, from this slumber and shake from this dream and coma that they're in to realize that what they're looking at is what they see, to pay attention to what is presented and not try to decode something into what it's not. The f- game of fantasy has become the number one game in the world. The fantasies to believe in things that aren't actually there and to paint the pictures before us so that people see something other. All of this is so easily solved, Father. People will simply humble themselves and put their eyes on you, walking within the word. And as we do and we frame the world that way, it's a powerful place to be. But we also know that much of that's going to demand an intimate relationship with you, to come to really know you. When we say things like, Father is watching you, as we do from time to time, if we pay attention to the reaction, we will know if they know you or not. For those that cower in fear, we know that they don't know you at all. For those that smile in joy, we know that they've found that relationship with you. So Father, we're just looking for people to reach and learn greatly who you are to have the fear of your great hand, but to understand the power and love in which you bring to this world, the infinite love that's unlike anything that we can even imagine. 
to stop running away and start putting their feet on the ground in that rock of faith to start paying attention to the wisdom that you're bringing down upon us and to separate from this matrix, this control grid that we're in. The, that Those that are in it are finding that everything they do, everything they say, every action they take in one way or another is being influenced by the system that we're in. We're finding ourselves, Father, increasingly on the outside of a matrix, on the outside looking in. And this is going to become increasingly apparent and increasingly difficult to walk this path. But the narrow path was never said to be easy, but it does take resolve and strength in our faith in you and our love and commitment through Christ Jesus. So we ask, Father, for the continued strength of this walk, the continued walk truly in the, in the light of the glory of the kingdom, to understand that what's been given to us is true dominion and authority over evil and that we must assume that role and take that, that offering and truly live into those authorities. And as we do, we can literally control and transform our world. Unfortunately, Father, there's still so much timidness in this place. There's apprehension to believe that we are as great as we are. There's the reinforcement that we are somehow not worthy. And so, Father, we just pray that people can start to realize all that you've given us and why. That it's not given lightly, it's not given frivolously, and it's not intended for us to waste, that we're in such a time as this to be impactive, to literally stand to this evil and to overcome and subdue. Give us that strength, Father. And for those that are wavering or quaking, allow them to have the experiences to embrace truly the power of what the gift is. And for all of us pursuing, help us find the greater depths of what those gifts and the mightiness of kingdom is in our life to literally work this world in such a way as being great men and women of God, of you, Father. Guide us in these times. Protect us. And we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. Lots to consider, patriots. Lots to look at. I would encourage that we continue to raise our prayers for Donald J. Trump. That we raise our prayers to have him continue to find the strength and seeking of Christ. That is really our obligation. Not for us to pray for a leader to, for what we can take, but for us to pray for a leader for what we would like them to be able to give to this world. And to know that our prayers are there for his, his or her success. Our prayers are there for them to lead in the way that God would want. That doesn't mean that you're going to agree with somebody. It doesn't mean that you're going to support somebody. I get that. But it does mean that we need to pray for the leader. And frankly, you know, when you talk about this, I've said this before. When you look at someone like hand puppet Biden, he's done more to bring people to Christ than Donald Trump did. I'm not saying they're equal. But when you, when you face someone like Biden and you're like, oh, my goodness, if I don't have the Lord, I'm not going to survive this. That's really a gift in itself that we receive. So make sure that we're keeping those eyes there. Now, in other news going around right now, and there's some crazy stuff, here's a shocker. Facebook fired employees were actually taking bribes to hijack users' accounts. <gasps> Shocked. And this is incredible. Freed, the guy who stole $50 billion from his from the FTX crypto exchange. He says it's his girlfriend's fault. Yes, he says that. 
apparently she was the true mastermind behind losing $50 billion. He only had accountability for $8 billion, but apparently he's the real mastermind. Here, the thing is that this is probably the best quote of the day. <laughs> this guy, I think this came from Gateway Pundit with an article on his girlfriend when somebody wrote, in what universe am I supposed to believe a billionaire has a girlfriend that looks like a gerbil? <laughs> I, I think that pretty much sums it up. But there is yet another comment worthy of mention. It's called, Hoflation is real, guys. This is what $10 billion gets you now. Scary. And it's a picture of the gerbil girlfriend. Yeah, that's it, folks. That's a $10 billion purchase. Woo! I don't think he's going to get a money back, and I don't think it comes with a warranty, just so we say it. But who knows? Stranger things have happened. And if you really, really want to feel good about today, and I'm telling you there's some good news coming out of San Francisco, you should feel just totally great with this. Known as they've introduced something called GIFT. This is the Guaranteed Income of Transgender People program. Yes, they do have this. This is to help those displaced, unfortunate transgenders with a monthly guaranteed income of $1,200 a month for up to 18 months while they do their sexual reassignment surgeries and figure out which direction they're actually going. Unbelievable. This stuff gets crazier. Crazier each day as we wade through the craziness. Now, I know everyone's excited about Nancy Pelosi. And I'm really going to caution anybody from getting too overly excited about the fact that Pelosi is somehow leaving D.C. and the Speaker of the House. She's not in jail. <laughs> She's just going to go into trading, which that should help all the markets. You think FTX is bad? Wait till she gets her fingers playing in this. Oh, my goodness. So, again, this is back to this painting the picture of what is what we want to see. I've read so many interpretations or listened to interpretations of President Donald J. Trump's speech. If you want to know my opinion on it and you want to hear what I think should have been said or what, the, what I feel the country needed to hear, that sort of thing, you can tune into, you can listen to Bard's FM show from last night. And I'm not taking the position that I had all the answers there, but I'm giving, I gave an example of what I thought is the type of speech as a nation we need to hear. Because we're in dire times, and we're in a war right now that's obviously a war between elites, and the omissions of what either side is not talking about are critical, and you need to pay attention to them. So in the speech, we hear a lot about foreign policy. We hear a lot about the mightiness of America or the way that it's supposed to be, how this administration's failing. I've now heard an interpretation that that was by design to make him seem more appealing to this DeSantis audience that thinks DeSantis is less divisive. I've heard the decodes of what was supposed to happen, what this was really meaning with the omission of the date 2024 for re-election. Just so I say it, if you were watching, it was right there on the damn podium. It said 2024, so I don't know that he has to say it to, to reference it. So 
as we go through this and people are looking for things, this is writing stories. And it's a very powerful way of controlling people. And unfortunately, this idea of digging and what has come out of the Q movement has been an, an ability, an amazing ability to write narratives that just have no substance. And once you get a little crumb, people will build a mountain. So if you said, you know, as an example, we have this book, The Voyages of Baron Trump. They've written an entire narrative around how it's time travel and they've found tunnels under the ground, all because of one book that was found in the library. Now, I did hear a great piece. I think it's spot on. It's probably the greatest motivation of the early uh, of the early announcement. And I we've been hearing that there was paperwork signed and ready to arrest him for his defiance of the January 6th subpoena. And I don't think that's false. I think that has a lot of solid substance from what I can read. But from what we understand in the laws of the U.S., if someone is running for office in the federal space, they can't be arrested. So I'm guessing part of the reason of the early announcement was to checkmate the attempt to arrest him. But that doesn't sound sexy. And it really doesn't sound cool. So um, people want the narrative that makes them feel better. So when we get to Nancy Pelosi, people are excited about her relieving, being relieved from Speaker of the House. I'm just going to tell you, I'm probably more concerned about her going into trading than I am her in the Speaker of the House. This, we're not seeing justice. We're seeing noise. We're not seeing people being arrested and put in jail. We're seeing noise. We're seeing people stepping down and a new guard taking over because they all, at the end of the day, they get along. That's something to keep in mind. What you see in the public eye is a complete clown show. In the background, they all get along. And if you question that, I'll just point you to one set of pictures that's out there all the time. Simply look at President Trump and the, and the pictures of him and the Clintons or him and Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. Just look at how they all get along. And it's important. If you look, now, if you look at Andrew Breitbart and you watch him go up to John Podesta and he, he's in the place, he's just like, an, he's telling Podesta, F you. So the truth of who, they all they rub shoulders and act like they like each other and ready to stamp each other in the back every chance they get because it all represents power. I'm just encouraging you to look past the stories that are being put out here to try to paint the picture that, like, you know, everything's going great for the Patriots. No, everything's going great for the corporations that are pushing mRNA and getting ready to roll out the CBDC because those things are happening. That freight train is racing down the tracks and we better get smart on being prepared to fight it because if you're going to just sit by and wait for that thing to come and pass, it's not going to pass, but it will come. It's on its way. Patriots, keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil, never relent. Always press into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God will always win. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war, and it is a spiritual war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land. Expand the kingdom. Subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I'll see you maybe in the next half hour on Brighty on TV. If not, tonight on Bards FM, or until then, or until the next time. God bless, and out for now. We shall pay any price.
bear any burden, meet any hardship, support any friend, oppose any foe to assure the survival and the success of liberty. Every thoughtful citizen who despairs of war and wishes to bring peace should begin by looking inward, by examining his own attitude towards the possibilities of peace. Too many of us think it is impossible. Too many think it is unreal. But that is a dangerous, defeatist belief. It leads to the conclusion that war is inevitable that mankind is doomed, that we are gripped by forces we cannot control. We need not accept that view. Our problems are man-made, therefore they can be solved by man, and man can be as big as he wants. No problem of human destiny is beyond human beings. Man's reason and spirit have often solved the seemingly unsolvable and we believe they can do it again. Surely the opening vistas of space promise high costs and hardships as well as high reward. So it is not surprising that some would have us stay where we are a little longer to rest, to wait. But this city of Houston, this state of Texas, this country of the United States was not built by those who waited and rested and wished to look behind them. This country was conquered by those who moved forward, and so will space. We choose to go to the moon in this decade and do the other thing, not because they are easy, but because they are hard. Because that challenge is one that we're willing to accept. The energy the faith, the devotion, which we bring to this endeavor will light our country and all who serve it. And so, my fellow Americans, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. thousands of years to show its face. It has only one intent, to destroy God's light and to enslave. It has no scruples. It has no rules but one, to win at any cost. But we will never bow, for we are the remnant that will hold the line. This is war. We fight push, we climb, we never give in, we become the nightmare that evil didn't know could exist, we pray, we stand, we live by the words 
In God we trust. We fear nothing. We are the light that can never be extinguished. We are patriots. We are the digital army that will help deliver God's wrath.